0: This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Listen in as we address your retirement concerns and provide insight to help put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, Retirement Roadmap Radio.
1: Hey, folks, welcome back to Retirement Roadmap with Master Plan Retirement Consultants. I'm Evan, and with me, as always, financial advisor and retirement planner Mark Fricks. Everyone's retirement is unique to them. No two plans are exactly alike. However, there is one common theme among them, and that is the primary goal, not running out of money. Mm-hmm. It seems simple enough, but the complexities therein can be overwhelming. There are plenty of risks to be avoided, but some obvious, some surprising, but as is often the case, it's what we don't know that can hurt us the most. So today we're going to speak on some retirement planning pitfalls to be aware of to not only make the most of your retirement planning, but hopefully provide some peace of mind.
0: And, you know, this is the basis of what we do, Evan, as you know. it's, it's And I tell people sometimes uh, it may just be a little pothole or it could be a cliff. <laughs> we want to look at all of them because any of them can mess you up. And maybe maybe it's a small one that doesn't make you run out of money, but maybe less money to leave a legacy for or maybe less that you have to worry a little bit more. So we want to address everything we can. We want to Mm -hmm. look at every different segment and see in your individual situation, what can it be or what is it that could throw you off, and make it less efficient, or again, like the big one is, run out of money before you run out of
1: life. Right. And most of these points that we're going to discuss today come directly from a series of reports we run very early on in the retirement planning process with our clients. Um, So we're going to jump right in. Uh, Mark, the first one I want to talk about, oh, and before I do, a lot of these points have to do with longevity risk, which is Mm -hmm. the risk of outliving your money, money, right? That's right. Um, So, which sounds like a a good and bad thing because we we do want we do want a good long life, but that's the simple fact of it now. Mark, is people are living longer,
0: well, we want a good long healthy life right. for sure. I'm, you know, uh, my father is ninety one, um, my mom's eighty nine. They both are still relatively healthy for their age. They're independent, and and so you. You run that risk. And it's so funny. People come in and they'll say, oh, well, you know, I I won't live past 80 or whatever. And I start telling them about science and reminding them of technology and DNA and cloning and growing organs in a laboratory and all this kind of stuff. And people start rethinking, well, maybe I may last a little bit longer than I thought. So it certainly is a danger. And, uh, you know, I've, I've read the human body is designed to last 120 years, but because of disease, because of not taking care of ourselves, because of uh, lack of medical advancements. But that's, Hmm. I guess, the way God designed us. I don't know, but uh, not that we use 120 necessarily, but we certainly want to use something that's a little bit further out there than we thought. So, yeah, running out of money and what can happen to mess it up.
1: Very good. So, the first topic we'll jump into, we've actually done an episode on, and that is uh, market fluctuations, taking income from the stock market. A lot of people don't realize how much of their retirement is tied to the stock market.
0: Yeah, well, that's, you know, it's kind of designed that way. Most people save um, at work 401k, 403b, thrift savings plan, or whatever. And so, that's your biggest bucket of money. It kind of replaced the pension, right? Used to it was pensions, and the company was responsible for that. But now we're responsible or you're responsible for that and i'm sure you've gone through months of training to know how your 401k works and your different selections i'm being a little uh, facetious here but but you know they didn't give us a lot of training and so we just kind of jumped into that so what people don't realize is the simple way of looking at it is this you're going to make money for three years and lose money for one year that's kind of the average, okay. Uh, but if you want to get a little bit deeper into it, what we talk a lot about, Evan, as you know, is or bear markets. Mm. Uh, so let me just tell you a little bit of what a bear market is. People think they know or kind of don't know or whatever. So a bear versus, uh, versus a bull. Mm-hmm. All right. So a bull market is a relatively healthy market. Doesn't mean it's up every day. It's just no major corrections. Okay. A bear market is signaled by a twenty percent or more drop in a major index. Dow Jones, S and P, Nasdaq, the main ones, and so that's pretty significant. If you've got hundred thousand uh, now, down, now you're down to eighty thousand. That's that's a pretty good drop. But if you're working and you're putting money in, and and you're you have time on your side, you've got another three or four years for it to grow back, right? Not if you're retired, okay? And so uh, that money, you're not putting new money in. And yeah, maybe you'll make it back in three to five years. The average recovery time is between three and five years, by the way. But think about this. What if you're living on that money? What if you're taking out $10,000, dollars $30,000 a year to supplement your Social Security and your lack of a pension? Mm-hmm. So now you're down 25 or 30 or 54% like the Great Recession, right? And you're taking money out. I can pretty much tell you, you probably will never recover. Mm. And, you know, one of the reports we run, uh, report number one, okay, uh, is actually showing a series of bear markets. And we actually have a calculator we can kind of show depending on what, uh, uh, when the market drops and what part of retirement you're in. So if you retired in 2007, you probably went back to work in 2010 mm. because you would have lost half your account probably in your first year of retirement and then you're pulling money out. So that report is really cool because it does show the effect of bear markets cuz most of us uh, when we think about growth of a, of an account, we just kind of look at it linear, right? Mm. 8% a year for 30 years. Okay? Well, that doesn't really look that bad not the way the market works, okay? So it's the uh, what we call the risk of sequence of returns. Where do the uh, returns fall, but more importantly, where do the drops fall and, and how do you avoid that in retirement? That's the report, one of the reports we run, and then we design a strategy. Everything needs a strategy to correct that, to make sure that bear markets don't affect your income and no, don't affect or make you run out of money too soon.
1: Excellent. No. Um, a fun fact that is eye-opening the first time you hear it, if you lose 50% in an account, in an account, you have to earn one hundred percent just to get you back to even.
0: That's right. People don't think about that. They think, well, I lost twenty, I gotta make twenty. You have a hundred thousand, you lose, lose twenty, you now have eighty thousand. What does it take to get from eighty to a hundred? Not twenty percent, it's twenty five percent. Okay? And so the climb back up the mountain is further than the fall mm. down. Okay. And so again, it's it's um, so much more important and I'm not talking about in retirement, I'm talking about in preparation for retirement, go ahead and begin preparing for this five to seven years ahead of time, begin uh, changing the way we're growing our money, maybe putting our brakes on a little bit, not a lot, a little bit, and to, beginning to, to, to go ahead and design accounts that withstand market drops. Um, and as you know, Evan, we, we believe in multiple buckets. So some of them are to create income, some are growth, some are protected, some are hedge against the market, all these types of things, so that the bear market is not a problem in retirement,
1: yeah, and we have uh, a whole episode dedicated to this topic alone. We're going to move on to the next one. Yep, um, but check that out. Uh, taking income in a volatile market or market income volatility. Just watch like them that. all. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just watch them all. You'll you'll stumble across it. Yeah. Um, so the next point um, is income gap.
0: Mm. Okay, so the income gap is basically um, what um, what we seek It's going to come in in retirement. Mm -hmm. So typically, if it's a couple, of course, each have a social security amount. Um, And then maybe there's a small pension or something. But I'm talking about guaranteed income here. I'm not talking about, oh, I've got a rental house. Well, during covid you spoke to someone today about that. I absolutely yeah. did. And they said, no, you're right. We went like a year without any income. And then when they moved out, they trashed the place. Yep. You know, So that's not guaranteed income. Dividends are not guaranteed income. So what is coming in guaranteed? And then what is it that's needed? And there's almost always a gap. And if there's not a gap, I've got some, we, we, we work with federal workers, military, and they might have a couple of pensions. Maybe there's not a gap early on, but there's this little thing called inflation. And I've not seen any pension and definitely not Social Security that actually keeps up with inflation. Mm. So we eventually see from age 60 to 90 or whatever that begins uh, a gap somewhere along the way. So plan for the gap when it may come as well. So planning for that income gap with something that's guaranteed, and we have a couple of mechanisms we can use to do that. How would it feel, Evan, if you knew waking up every morning that you'd have a paycheck in the mailbox? Mm. You know replacing your paycheck whereas you wake up every morning wondering what the market's doing because my check's coming out this month and oh no the market's down and now the check's
1: coming out i'm selling low you get the idea yeah and you'll see how this ties in perfectly with the first point of okay so what we've got that income gap I've got my money in the market, great. Maybe the market's doing great. That's a great place to pull from. But what happens when the market's not doing so great and you're forced to lock in losses when you have to uh, withdraw those funds? Um, So actually, you mentioned it, so let's move into the next one, inflation. A lot of Mm. people don't uh, see that one coming until it's really affecting them at the the gas pump or the grocery store. Yeah, a couple of things about
0: inflation. First of all, there there was not much worry about inflation over the last 10 years Mm -hmm. until about a year and a half, two years ago, right? We kind of forgot about it, right? And so we, we... it's, it's it's rearing its ugly head again, and we just know that over the course of time we're going to average between three and four percent inflation on average. Some years it's eight, some years it might be one. But you start calculating, it's, it's so funny. People come in and say, "Oh, I ran a spreadsheet, and I'm good." And I say, um, "Good, did would you use for inflation?" "Oh, I didn't put in inflation." Those numbers <laughs> change
1: real fast. <laughs> it changed yeah. real
0: fast and real big too. And so, so we want to build in mechanisms to. Uh, Cover that increasing income gap, whether it be increasing income, an extra income bucket to kick on later, or whatever. And let me tell you something else. Uh, something else about inflation: uh, the government kind of produces a three to three and a quarter percent average inflation over a long period of time. It's closer to four to four and a quarter. And the reason is is because the government, the way they report it, they give different weightings to different categories. Energy. Anybody use energy? Gas, propane, natural gas. It is not tracked in inflation in the typical CPI. In the core CPI, correct? Exactly. Same thing with food. The government's idea on food is, is, well, people will cut back. They won't eat out as often. So what they're measuring is, and this is very important, they're measuring the impact of inflation on people, not the actual inflation. Gas goes up, people drive less, less out-of-town trips, um, maybe carpool, things Mm -hmm. like that. So... I, I typically use 4% uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to 3 or 3.5%. And guess what Social Security inflation uh, cost of living increases are? They average about one5 to 2 So you're going to fall by.
1: Well, when inflation goes up, what else follows? Prices everywhere. I mean... I don't know what we were. Eight percent was maybe the highest point we were in the, in the past year or so. I but think it's close to nine. Close to nine. Mm-hmm. It felt a lot higher at the gas pump or at the grocery store, and it still feels that way.
0: <laughs> now, I could have used a buggy this big to buy a hundred dollars worth of yeah. groceries. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Um, and, and 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 it um, um, and, and again, it compounds upon itself. It's not like you know um, prices are going to drop back to what they were. Right. They may drop back a little bit on some things, but they're not going back to where they were. Housing. Uh, we're not going to have another great housing recession this time. And there was a different reason for that. But even those houses have pretty much gotten back to where they were mm-hmm. and, and outpacing. So it's, it's not something that's going to disappear. We have to keep up with it.
1: Quick reminder, folks, check out our website, masterplanretire.com. There you can find retirement resources, links to our episodes, links to our seminars and webinars that you are welcome to attend. We'd love to have you. Uh, Most importantly, there is a schedule now button. Click that and you are taken directly to Mark's calendar. You can schedule your complimentary consultation with him. Uh, Feel free to take us up on that. Again, it's completely complimentary. We'll run some of these reports for you. Um, At the very least, uh, get a a better outlook for your own retirement. Uh, also, give us a call, 770-980-9262. And again, that website is masterplanretire.com. The next point, tax increases. Hmm.
0: Um, so taxes, we've, we've been in a period of time since really the Ronald Reagan era of lower taxes. If you look at the history of taxation, um, back in the uh, early part of the 19th century, taxes, the top rate was as high as 60 70 80% during the fifties, it was 90%. Okay. Now I'm not saying we're going back to 90%. I'm not saying that, but I certainly know that unless Congress acts that the Trump tax cuts expire at the end of 2025. So beginning in 2026, the average tax bill will go up by 22%. Okay. So if you've got that happening, then First of all, we need to go ahead and plan for it. All right. But even if they don't necessarily go up then, we have uh, too much going on. We have Medicare going broke. We have Social Security going to run out of the trust fund in 2032 or 2033. We have uh, uh, baby boomers retiring, 80 million baby boomers retiring. Um, we've got a government that's leaning more and more toward socialization. Uh, what can we give you? Why? So we can get your vote. Many times is, is what it's for. And so you, you, you've got to start covering that. And we have actually fewer workers, okay, based on the number of people retiring and things like that. So taxes, just count on them going up. So what do you do about it? Mark, what can you do, do about taxes? Well, we can create some tax-free income in retirement, but you want to start now. You don't want to wait. And there's like three or four different things we can do to, to chip away at that. And we want to run the numbers. We want to balance where you're, at, where you're at now to where you want to be. But don't. that's something you really can't procrastinate on because our window is closing. The sale on taxes is gonna be ending sooner or later. Let's go and take advantage of the sale prices now.
1: Mm -hmm. Excellent. And a lot of people don't realize that the tax situation that they're in, especially with a larger qualified account, um, maybe you've got $100,000 on a qualified account. Maybe you actually only own about 70% of that depending on your your tax bracket. so there are a lot of hidden gotchas, as you like to say. There are some stealth taxes to look out for, whether it's capital gains or sales tax.
0: One of our uh, one of our best attended classes, uh, as you know, Evan, is our uh, our tax class. It's about taxes in retirement um, and how to maximize your your money and minimize your taxes. And so we talk about and. and you know, I'm not gonna go through the whole list, but it could be a capital gain situation, whether it be rental property or, or stock you bought a long time ago and need to sell now that's taxed you've got we don't think about things like property taxes mm-hmm. they've jumped this year the last year or two yep. uh, in in most counties because our houses are now worth more right well that's great if you're going to sell but if you're not selling you just have higher property taxes mm-hmm. and probably higher insurance tax uh cost as well because the house is worth more you've got uh sales tax right almost every county and state has a sales tax Um, and, and I'm talking about when you go buy something, I'm not talking about the state tax. Many states have a tax. Um, my cell phone bill has a tax, you know, hidden in there. So you, you, it's all of those creep up. Uh, I can remember, um, several years ago, I think our County had a two or 3% sales tax. It's double that now. Um, and you really feel it when you buy something big, if you go buy like a car and you go, my gosh, you know. $4,000 $4,000 in taxes, yeah, well, then you spent some money. And so all of this is going to continue, so we need to take steps. Now, some of that we can't help too much, okay, but some of it we can. Mm-hmm. When it comes to capital gains, estate taxes or what they like to call death taxes, uh, you might have a problem with that. If you don't have one today, it may be coming because Congress is already working on changing that law so that more of you will owe death taxes when you pass away. So you're right, stealth taxes are things we just don't think about or see until you experience it and then it's too right. late.
1: Uh, next point, long-term care need. Mark, do you remember the average cost mm-hmm. of long-term care annually right now? Depends on what
0: part of the country. I think I think nationwide it's in the $110,000 range. I think in the South, it's a little bit less in the 90 to $95,000 range for a long-term care. And average this nursing median, home. This yes, the, maybe sharing a room with someone, yep. things like that. And inflation to that. And by the way, healthcare inflation is about 6%. Mm. So uh, that means in about 12 years, that number should be double. So you're talking about $200,000 in long term care per year. Okay. So they say that the average couple in today's dollars will spend a quarter million dollars on healthcare. That does not include long term care. That's Medicare deductibles, the cost of Medicare Part B, all of these other things. And so tack that on top, and you start thinking, well, gosh, I don't stand a chance in retirement. I gotta have $5 million. Well, there are tools out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not recommending today, but there is long term care insurance. As you know, uh, Evan, we're not big fans of that because uh, it's, it's just not gotten, to, it's got to be not very good. It's not cost effective, it's very expensive, hard to get and it's continuing to go up. But there are some other tools that act in two or three different ways depending on what happens in your life. Mm -hmm. And so uh, again, I think we may have done a show about that more or maybe we'll do one in the future, but it's just uh, other tools that are available. And being fiduciaries, we're gonna look for the best tool for you, not. Let's go find a good commission product or whatever. We're looking for the best tool because we are fiduciaries. Uh, that is our license. And um, so we are required to do what's best for our clients. And so we understand what's not there. We understand what can help take care of long-term care. Um, I was talking to someone today, and they said, well, my, my daughter has agreed to take care of me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get that in writing?
0: <laughs> oh, I tell you, how many how many ways can that go wrong, right? Uh, but uh, not that that's not a good daughter. But what if the daughter's married with three little kids? Uh, what if the daughter has to work for a living? What if what if what if right? Um, but uh, yeah, long term care is definitely another report we'll run for you. And then uh, for folks that want to go further with us, we'll show them some solutions for that.
1: Passing of a spouse.
0: Yeah. So um, pretty much guaranteed, we're all going to pass away very seldom do. I hope that's not news to you folks. Yeah, that's uh, breaking news, yeah. Film and Eleven, um, but basically almost always it's one spouse before the other. And so that remaining spouse, and unfortunately, it's, or fortunately, I'm, it depends on whether you're male or female. <laughs> it's typically the male first, okay? And so now you've got um, uh, a, a female, um, who knows what age, 60, 70, 80, 90, that has probably lost some of their income. Because if you've got two social securities, newsflash, you lose one of them. Okay, when you lose a partner, okay, uh, you keep the larger one, but you lose the smaller one. So that's $10,000, $30,000 in income lost. Um, if your spouse had a pension, you may lose all of that, may lose half of that. It depends. Um, and so may not always be a huge problem, but that is one of the reports we run. What if you your spouse passes away at a certain age, and we'll pick a couple of different ages to try, and then if it is a problem, almost like a doctor. You know, you go to the doctor, and the doctor says, well, you have high blood pressure. I ran a test. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll run a test. That test is what happens if your spouse passes away prematurely. If it does, we prescribe something. It's called a strategy, okay, and it's how to make sure that that's taken care of. And there's, again, multiple ways to do that, but...
1: You've got to consider it. Yeah. And even a small Social Security uh, payment, you know, if you are on a fixed income, 1500 bucks a month is a lot of money.
0: It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And, and you know, it, and then if you start having health issues and nobody's there to take care of you, you have to bring in a sitter sooner. You have to go maybe assisted living sooner. It's just, it just kind of snowballs. Right. And so, again, it's, it's about you running out of money what circumstances could make that happen, and also how to maximize your legacy. Um, you know, I, I only, not only want you to have enough money to last a lifetime, but, uh, and it's funny how people come in and say, you know, I, I don't really care if the kids get anything or not. That's fine, but I'd rather the kids get it than the IRS, okay, and attorneys and, and the nursing home up the road or whatever. So um, it, it's, it's just part of that overall planning, and we want to make sure we look at every problem, as you've been discussing, and- solutions for those
1: problems. Well, and that was the last point that we were going to go to, is estate and legacy planning. And and it. some people really don't care about leaving a legacy, which is fine. Um, but more often than, than not, uh, folks want their, their funds, their assets to pass on, and not only pass on, but pass on smoothly and keep relationships intact after that happens. Uh, we, we also mm-hmm. see a lot of um, it can, when money comes to the situation, it, it can complicate relationships for sure. So we want to make sure that that's all in place as well. Um, any last minute topics, uh, that again, everyone's situation is different. Uh, everyone has a, a different approach, a different need. Um, It's funny, I have a list of 15 things that can go wrong in retirement. Oh, you should have given me that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Continue, though, next next show. No, but, but a lot of them won't affect a lot of people. But just think of some little things. I know we're running out of time, but what if my parents had to come live with me? because they can't take care of themselves. Well, that's going to up my bills. Uh, what if one of my kids has to come back and live with me, right? Mm-hmm. What if, uh, I mean, lots of, one, one's called legislative risk, the risk of some law changing that affects my retirement. And so again, there are about 15 areas. Do we put as much emphasis on every one of them? No, but it depends on your situation. And again, why every plan is different. And again, why every plan is flexible.
1: Uh, great point, great point. Uh, folks. Thank you again for your time today. We really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, remember, you can find us on our website, masterplanretire.com. You'll find multiple retirement resources, a link to the podcast, the YouTube channel as well. There you will find all of our episodes. Check it out. It's all education, all for you. So feel uh, feel free to uh, like and subscribe, but also um, check out our seminar schedule, our, our uh, seminars and webinars. Feel free to uh, join those. They're usually about an hour long uh, plus a QA. and uh, a and those run uh, the range of retirement topics as well. Again, that's masterplanretire.com. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary consultation with Mark. Uh, you can find us at uh, 770-980-9262 if you're in the area. Otherwise, uh, jump online, masterplanretire.com, and uh, we would love to hear from you.
0: Hey, can't wait to see you soon. We're out of time, but until we see each other again, remember, plan well and prosper. Take care. This was Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. To schedule a complimentary consultation, go to masterplanretire.com, or call 770-980-9262. Thanks for listening, and remember, plan well and prosper.